As coronavirus has upended all semblance of a normal life for the majority of the world, more and more people have found apps as a means to retain sanity during a quarantine. The second quarter of 2020 became the largest yet for global mobile app downloads with a 40% year-over-year growth, nearly 35 billion new app downloads, an all-time high. For Q2, TikTok has come in at number four in worldwide downloads with over 150 million. This quarter, beating Instagram by almost 60 million downloads. It seemed as if TikTok was going to continue to soar without interruption. But on June 29th, India announced the immediate ban of 59 Chinese-made apps, one of which being TikTok due to, quote, safety of the country and to safeguard people's digital data. Following India's ban of TikTok, the U.S. has recently teased similar measures, with Donald Trump and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo saying that they are considering banning TikTok in the U.S. and that nobody should use it unless they want, quote, their data in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. Is TikTok, the app famous for dancing videos and innocuous sketch comedy, really a national security threat? Will one of the fastest growing apps, as well as one of the most popular for American teens, be wiped from the United States altogether. All of this and more will be explored today on Tube Circuit. I'm Dylan Harari. It's hard to use words to articulate the absolutely massive growth of TikTok over the past year, so I will let the data do the heavy lifting for me. According to Sensor Tower, the app has been downloaded more than 2 billion times. In Q1 of 2020, the app was downloaded 315 million times. This 315 million number is the highest number of downloads for an app in a quarter. TikTok is now the fifth app in history to reach the 2 billion downloads milestone after Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, and Messenger. So where is TikTok's massive audience coming from? Well, the United States accounts for 165 million of the downloads. China, meanwhile, accounts for 196 million of the downloads. But who holds the number one spot for downloads, outpacing any other country by a significant margin? Well, that would be India, with 611 million of TikTok's lifetime downloads. Now, to further illustrate India's importance to the app's success, according to data analytics firm App Annie, TikTok has had 81 million monthly active users in India last year. That, juxtaposed to the 30 million monthly active users in the U.S., should show just how important India has been to the success of the app. But on June 29th, TikTok was shunned from India, along with 50 other China-based apps. Why? Well, India cites privacy concerns that they do have some grounds to make, and we'll be exploring those soon. Many are actually pointing to this largely being catalyzed by a territory dispute that took place two weeks prior to the enforced ban. On June 16th, a battle on disputed land across the Chinese-Indian border on the Himalayan mountains took place. Soldiers from both sides were unarmed due to escalation-preventing measures. The six-hour battle resulted in the death of 20 Indian soldiers by sticks, stones, and hand combat. This all started from a temporary structure being built by the Communist Party of China that the Indian government said encroached on their territory. Protests broke out in Mumbai, New Delhi, all across India. And beyond standard protest demonstrations, Indian citizens were publicly destroying their made-in-China TVs and clothing. There was mass outrage. 
In between the protests and large attendance for funerals of military killed in the dispute, citizens and highly influential Indian celebrities alike joined the social media movement of hashtag boycott China and hashtag boycott Chinese products. Now, beyond their military territorial disputes, there were frustrations for the trade relationship that existed between the two countries. According to Indian government data, bilateral trade between India and China grew from $3 billion in 2000 to $95 billion in 2018. But China's exports to India are four times its imports to India, and Chinese phone makers dominate India's smartphone market. The dispute on the China-India border was the straw that broke the camel's back, prompting India to ban 59 Chinese-based apps citing privacy concerns. Now, if the goal was to hit China in the wallet, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better way than cutting TikTok off from their most substantial user base, this, of course, being India. ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, generated $17 billion in revenue last year. They're now forecasting a $6 billion loss due to India's ban. In making this decision, India's Ministry of Information Technology said that they were, quote, many complaints from various sources about apps that were stealing and surreptitiously transmitting user data in an unauthorized manner. But how valid are these privacy concerns that India cites? To understand that, we first need to know a bit more about the parent company of TikTok, ByteDance a Chinese startup that has stolen the title from Uber as the most profitable startup in the world. Beijing-based ByteDance, TikTok's parent company, has aimed to make mobile products that utilize artificial intelligence. In 2012, they launched their flagship product, Jing'er Totiao, which roughly translates to today's headlines. This acted as a personalized news aggregator. Using AI, Totio would give consumers daily stories and headlines that aligned with their detected interests. Before they knew it, there were hundreds of millions of Chinese citizens using the app daily to get news that was curated specifically for them. Beyond a news aggregator, some of ByteDance's other successful projects have included a photo database, a comic and cartoon platform, cloud-based education technology services, and even a video game development company. But when ByteDance bought US-based Musical.ly in 2017, an app that enabled users to lip-sync to their favorite songs, ByteDance decided to merge with a similar service of theirs in order to create TikTok. In 2018, after a $3 billion round of investments, TikTok's valuation at $75 billion made it the most profitable startup in the world, beating Uber's $72 billion. But the power that the Communist Party of China holds over ByteDance was really heavily brought into question when the Chinese government ordered a ban of ByteDance's meme app Nihain Dunzai, which roughly translates to quirky skits. The app had a community of 30 million Chinese citizens that would use the app to share dirty jokes, funny skits, and memes. Truthfully, imagine it as an app that mirrors the Fuck Jerry Instagram page. As Chen Qin, a researcher of Chinese media, described it to The Guardian, the platform was a channel for people's emotions, to have some private space and share their experiences. It was kind of a utopian place. Here, they could share their happiness as well as their sadness. But on April 10th, Chinese media regulators ordered ByteDance to shut down Nihain Dunzai because of its vulgar content. To make their point clear to ByteDance, they also shut down Jinri Totyo, the aforementioned news aggregate app of ByteDance. Now, after ByteDance's CEO made a heartfelt apology for, quote, pushing a product that collided with core socialist values of China, the government agreed to restore Jinri Totyo. 
Sadly, for the 30 million who formed a family around the memes and skits featured on Nihain Dunzai, their community was never restored. This incident to many is used to point to the power that the Chinese Communist Party had over ByteDance, which warrants concerns about the company's handling of data. And this is where the United States' long-standing criticism of TikTok and ByteDance begins, and why there's been a long-held sentiment by many U.S. politicians that the service should not be trusted. Dev Lewis, a fellow at Hong Kong-based research think tank Digital Asia Hub, told Fortune, TikTok is really the first Chinese app that's actually been embedded in local culture around the world, in that it's, quote, part of TikTok's susceptibility to government scrutiny, that being its immense popularity outside of China, unprecedented for a Chinese app. And for me, you know, the quote of devs that really woke me up to a deeper and more profound point that I don't know if I was properly weighing the gravity of was this. Until TikTok, the U.S. has never had to deal with this problem. They've never had a foreign country with a successful app in their country. This is worth noting. The United States is in the midst of a historic battle of power with Beijing, involving trade, human rights, and responsibility for COVID-19. But many would argue that in the long run, the most important battle is with Chinese tech giant Huawei. They have been accused of stealing U.S. intellectual property in the past, and they are currently setting the standard for global 5G access. While this battle is occurring, the U.S. has to contend with the reality that TikTok is the number one most downloaded app in the United States for June 2020. So while the recent week has brought the most substantive conversation to the mainstream surrounding the trust we should have in TikTok, this question was broached as early as October 2019, when Senators Chuck Schumer and Tom Cotton requested an inquiry into the national security risks TikTok could face to the United States. This was likely prompted by TikTok becoming the U.S.'s most downloaded app in Q4 of 2019. In addition, two years past ByteDance's acquisition of U.S.-based Musical.ly, the TikTok predecessor, it was noted that Musical.ly did not seek approval by the Committee on Foreign Investments in the United States for their acquisition. As the CFI U.S. reviews deals by foreign acquirers for potential national security risks, this has resulted in investigation. While the investigation is still ongoing, similar investigations have forced Chinese companies to sell their U.S.-based entities. For example, in March of 2019, the CFI U.S. forced a Chinese tech company to sell dating app Grindr over U.S. user data concerns. The ongoing CFI U.S. investigation is the most important point of leverage that the Trump administration has over ByteDance. If their investigation finds grounds for concern over China's ownership, they could force the Chinese government to either end operations in the U.S. or sell off musically. TikTok has had a consistent defense for their part. In a recent blog post, they wrote, All U.S. user data is stored in the U.S. with a backup in Singapore. TikTok has always said its data centers are outside China and none of its data is subject to Chinese law. TikTok is led by an American CEO with hundreds of employees and key leaders across safety, security, product, and public policy here in the U.S. We have never provided user data to the Chinese government, nor would we do so if asked. More recently, after Beijing's recent push for increased jurisdiction over Hong Kong, TikTok pulled themselves out of the App Store and Google Play Store in the region. This one-upped the moves by Facebook and Twitter, who paused their Hong Kong user data requests. While this is great, 
Critics will be quick to point out that Hong Kong has been a wildly unprofitable region for TikTok, pointing to the fact that it's a smart and fairly not risky PR move. But you may be asking yourself, as I did when I started researching this topic, aren't all social media apps tracking your data? What is so nefarious about TikTok doing what Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat does as well? Well, Yin Zhuang, researcher at the Australian Center of China, has stated that, quote, TikTok, like all social media companies, collects user data. But there are concerns that because it is owned by a Chinese company, it will be difficult for the company to refuse information requests from the Chinese government. That's the important point. The Chinese government probably does not have unfettered access to TikTok's data. But the question to ask is if it was requested, would the company comply? Even with this compelling argument, especially when you consider ByteDance's apology for creating a meme app that, quote, collided with core socialist values, at the end of the day, there hasn't been any concrete evidence of data being shared with the Chinese government. Now, maybe the U.S.'s concerns are prompted by the U.S. operating similarly in the past. With the prison program leaked by Edward Snowden, the public learned how the U.S. government collaborated with Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and Yahoo to get private information on American citizens. Their worries that the Chinese government is capable of conducting themselves the same way is fairly logical. Other experts, such as James Lewis, a senior VP at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, has said that, quote, While it's right to be suspicious of the Chinese, it's unclear if TikTok is a good intelligence tool for them and can successfully be leveraged for espionage. Clearly, these points don't quell the fears of the U.S. government, as the U.S. Army and Navy have banned service members from downloading the app to government-issued phones. But the more damning evidence for TikTok is not necessarily the data violations as much as it is the potential ties to propaganda for the Communist Party of China. TikTok has stated that, quote, our U.S. moderation team, which is led out of California, reviews contents for adherence to our U.S. policies in that they are not influenced by any foreign government, including the Chinese government. But as Yakui Wang, a Hong Kong-based researcher for Human Rights Watch, told the Washington Post, if content is politically sensitive, your company is in jeopardy. This is the sentiment that many attribute to TikTok's eerie lack of content surrounding the September 29 protests for Hong Kong independence. As the Washington Post reported, the anti-extradition law amendment bill, hashtag anti-elab, had over 30,000 posts on Instagram during the mass protests. On TikTok, there were only 11 posts. For other social media hashtags used by protesters to communicate and spread information, there were similarly cryptic and drastic disparities in the post numbers between Instagram and TikTok. In the same month of this September 2019 report, The Guardian reported how many TikTok posts were being categorized as, quote, visible to self, meaning that while it's not deleted, it wouldn't appear under relevant hashtags. The Guardian reports that what will warrant this suppression will be, quote, criticism slash attacks towards policies, social rules of any country, such as constitutional monarchies, monarchies, parliamentary systems, separations of powers, socialist systems, etc. Many attribute the sole purpose of this clause being to justify the suppression of posts that feature Hong Kong protests or that levy criticisms against the Communist Party of China. Now, all of this leads us to last week, where Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump have teased the prospect of taking similar action to India against the company. 
It's worth noting that the message behind why they are considering a ban against TikTok has not been consistent. While Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tells Fox News that it's about, quote, private information getting the hands of the Chinese Communist Party, Donald Trump has said, quote, it's a big business. Look what happened with China, with the virus, what they've done to this country and to the entire world. Justin Sherman, a fellow with the Cyber Statecraft Initiative, has stated that, quote, seems very unlikely that there's thinking going on about the longer term strategy and much more likely that the focus instead is on this politically motivated attack on an application because it's a Chinese-owned app, even if there are real security concerns. Now, is it possible for Trump to slam down the hammer of justice on ByteDance and force them out of the United States tomorrow? Well, analysts have pointed out that the U.S. government would have to prove that the app is breaking U.S. law, something that's not easy to do, and that Apple and Google would likely fight back against the takedown requests to avoid setting a precedent. But the ongoing investigation from the Committee on Foreign Investments may result in ByteDance being forced to sell off Musical.ly, the app ByteDance acquired that was rebranded as TikTok. A likely compromise could be ByteDance selling TikTok to a company that's acceptable to the standards of the United States. Relevant to their U.S. legal debacle, the Wall Street Journal reported that senior executives are discussing options such as creating a new management board for TikTok or establishing a headquarters for the app outside of China to distance the app's operations. Meanwhile, anxieties around a TikTok ban have caused competitive apps to TikTok to take off. Byte, a short-form video app from the co-creator of Vine, soared from number 210 in social networking in the U.S. App Store on July 5th to number one in social and number one overall on July 9th. And while Facebook recently shut down the doors on their fledgling TikTok competitor Lasso, Facebook-owned Instagram is expanding their TikTok competitor Reels. Reels acts as an in-app TikTok-like experience for Instagram users alongside their Explore page. Users can share their dance videos, original sketches, and any other piece of content that has really become a staple of the TikTok experience. While they started testing the feature successfully in Brazil in November 2019, Reels has expanded to France and Germany in late June. But most importantly, on July 6th, the Reels experience has been expanded to Instagram users in India. Now, what implications will all of this have for Chinese companies that are successfully collaborating with U.S. tech companies? Tencent, the Chinese tech giant responsible for the most popular apps in China, such as WeChat, have part ownership of League of Legends developer Riot Games, as well as a 40% stake in the studio behind the popular video game Fortnite, Epic. In March of 2019, Dutch hacker Victor Gervers revealed that personal user information and conversations from Tencent's WeChat was being turned over to Chinese police. Will these US-based companies come under similar scrutiny for their connections to Tencent? With TikTok, India and the United States have made their point clear. There is strong distrust for Chinese-based tech. How will the recent tensions surrounding TikTok's connection to the Chinese Communist Party impact the future of tech in the United States. The precedent set by this recent TikTok debacle is that any data-holding Beijing-based app that flourishes in the U.S. will come under intense scrutiny. Whether it's from legitimate concerns surrounding data mishandling or propaganda, or if it's merely being used as leverage in the larger U.S.-China geopolitical chess match, one thing is clear. Chinese-based companies will not be able to sit atop their number one downloaded app throne 
without pushback. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Tube Circuit Exploring Digital Media. I'm excited for us to have another conversation soon.